High FM Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose. Stephen Ambrose. Good morning and welcome to Tech Talk right here on 101.9. So tune in for all the latest tech gadgets, gizmos, and interesting stuff that happens around the world of tech over the last couple of weeks and some interesting stuff that's coming up hopefully, in the nearish future. But I love starting the show on, on, well, call it good news, call it what you will, but the good news this week that um, we are getting reductions in prices on fiber. So all you guys out there who are lucky enough to have fiber to the home, and it's becoming more and more and more. I mean, it's hard to drive around Johannesburg or any one of the major cities without seeing the roads being dug up and cables being placed and wires being strung over poles, because a lot of areas certainly around here, they seem to be doing it overhead rather than digging up the pavements, which not a bad idea, but um, all different and all bringing high-speed fiber. But anyway, the good news is that Vumatel are introducing a new tier of uh, ultimate fiber, something I'm absolutely going for. Not that I need faster fiber because 100 meg is more than good enough, but they're introducing a new 200 megabits per second service because... 200 is better than 100, I suppose. What is so interesting is the pricing. We're looking at round about 1,499 rand a month all in. And considering that Vodacom, Cool Ideas, uh, MWeb have all dropped their prices recently to around about 1,199 to 1,299 for a 100 meg fiber service, uh, 1,499, 200 bucks more for double the speed is not such a bad idea. And, and we're talking about uncapped and unshaped. Now, one thing a lot of people have been talking to me about and saying, you know, we're getting all these fantastic speeds and it is quite reliable and all that good stuff, but somehow it doesn't seem to affect my download speeds of a lot of things from overseas or when I do a speed test um, to an international London, New York site, I get very low speeds. And the simple fact is that on network within South Africa, you are going to get up close to your line speed. I get 95 to 98 on a 100 meg line. And most people get close. If you're on a 20 meg, they get between 17 and 19 and so on. But the minute you switch to a, a server that's sitting outside the country, you get speeds that are orders of magnitude below that. And I've taken this up with a couple of the ISPs, and they always give me stories about, uh, you know, it's uh, different types of servers and this and that, and they don't know where I'm going and whatnot. The simple fact is that all these international lines go through much more expensive uh, fiber cables through the sea and one of those things, and I'm I'm more than positive. I'll get to the bottom of it at some point. I'm more than positive that... uh, they shaping that service because that's the most expensive part of it. However, it doesn't not really affect Netflix or those sort of things for a very simple reason. Most of those services are now hosted right here in South Africa. So, in fact, uh, Vumatel, which uh, not Vumatel, Neotel, which has recently been rebranded um, Liquid Telecoms because they were bought out. So, if you drive along the highway to Pretoria, there used to be this big orange Neotel building. Well, it's now a big blue liquid telecoms building Um, they actually have a data center and they host i think the whole of netflix so the entire netflix uh, including the u.s content is available from their service in johannesburg so that's why you can get great service even though when you do a speed test to the international sites it tends to be a bit slow and the net effect is that sometimes when you download some updates from non 
local servers, it's a little slow. Some international websites tend to respond just a little bit slowly. But in any event, the good news is that if you watch out for your ISPs, and in fact, if you've signed a contract, most ISPs will you know, drop the prices as they drop their prices. It's worth you checking. So if you have a fiber service and you have been paying for a few months, just check with your service provider. There might well be a nice reduction um, on your your um, service. So give it a shot. And if you're really a heavy user, we have a new 200 meg service coming from 1 August. And uh, most of the guys are dropping their prices from 1 August as well, which is always good news. And on that note, we've got to have a quick break for... Um, some adverts, and then we'll be back with some more news. Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose, 11 to 12 p.m., only on 101.9 IFM. Hi there, and welcome back. And some other really interesting news which came out this week is that Telcom. We've got a couple of articles, news articles about Telcom, lots of interesting stuff happening with that company, apart from the fact that they doing for a state-owned entity. They're actually doing really well, making a profit and uh, delivering for the most part. Everyone loves to bash telecom for service, and there are issues. But truth be told, complex business, and they seem to be doing really well. But OpenServe, which is telecom's wholesale arm, working with Nokia. Now, this is not Nokia the handset people. This is Nokia the network people. A little confusing, but Nokia networks have bought up a whole host of uh, players in the mobile space over the years and have become a large and massive uh, op, you know, supplier of networking and telecommunications equipment to the various networks. And what they've done is they have set up working in South Africa um, a new service which will help those guys who have ADSL. And it's called GFAST. Now, ADSL, I predicted, I think, on this show that ADSL is on its way out. But for lots of reasons, ADSL may well be the best solution. So, for example, you get fiber coming to a big building, and the big building or a complex or whatever does not want to spend the money to reroute, to redo the cables within the thing, and everyone doesn't want to spend two, 3,000 rand setting up new cables. But what they have got are the standard copper cables that come with a telecom setup. Now, using GFAST technology, um, what they've demonstrated is that they can get up to 900 megabits per second using that technology on short runs of copper cable. So you've got the little box at the gate, um, you couple 50, 150 meters of cable running to your house. They can deliver fiber type speeds directly without changing anything. Well, when I say without changing anything, not quite true. They have to obviously change the little modem that you've got um, in your your house. But you can get a GFAST modem for very, very moderate, reasonable amounts of money. But interestingly, at their uh, annual results presentation, um, Sifa Maseko, their CEO, said that they still see a lot of life left in the old copper cables and even up to 500 half a kilometer they can give you at least 100 megabits per second using this gfast technology now it's a technology that's pretty mature it's been around for a long time so there's hope for you adsl users who sort of been struggling along at at best 40 or struggling along 40 megs per second is not exactly slow but but truth be told with fiber taking over um, people are becoming very used to speeds of 100 megs and more and more services more and more people with four or five people in the home all trying to watch 
um, YouTube videos, watching high-definition Netflix, whatever it is, it can eat up your bandwidth really, really, really quickly. So I'm pleased to, pleased to see that telecom is working as quickly as they are to bring some of the latest uh, technologies such as GFAST um, to South Africa. And there are still a million ADSL users out there. And I think those million people, although a ton of them are switching across to fiber, I'm sure a good chunk of those would really appreciate being able to use um, high-speed connectivity. Now, they trialed it in Pinelands in Cape Town in an office complex, but uh, it will be coming to all the existing copper networks. It's simply an, an update for the most part to some of the software. It's a software update for the most part to all the, the equipment that they actually have in place at the various exchanges. And hopefully if the copper cable between you and the exchange is really short, you can get massively improved speeds. So nothing wrong with that, and I think it's a, it's a good move from Telcom. And let's hope they uh, keep bringing the good stuff as we go along. Now, another little interesting thing that really, uh, I've tried it. It works amazingly. Google Earth is adding live video feeds for watching all sorts of natural wonders in real time. That's the key word, real time. So Google Earth, uh, if you've used it, is an amazing, amazing mapping system from Google. It's not a map per se, but it's a mapping of the world. So it's not navigation. There's a little bit of that built in there. But basically, you can zoom in around the world. You can see all sorts of natural wonders. You can see the entire earth. You can even go under the ocean in certain places. But now what they've done is that you've actually got uh, some live content from all over the world. So, And you'll see that when you zoom in and you use your mouse and you click through and you go down and you go down to a, a natural thing like the Niagara Falls, or the Victoria Falls, they've actually got live videos running. And um, it's it's pretty impressive. So have a look. If you haven't played with Google Earth and you're just into nature or you just want to see what's going on or what I use it for is when you travel to a strange place, you can actually drive down the roads. You can see what the airports look like. You can see what all the things that you want to go and see actually look like. You can understand so many different um, things before you get there, which changes a lot in the way you look at see things. And even if you don't travel, it's just brilliant to see the world, watch what's going on. So go to googleearth.com, have a little look-see at all the new features, and it works perfectly in any browser. Um, There's even an app for Android and iOS. So have a little look and see if you can hang out with the Alaskan brown bears or whatever it is that you want to do, it's just an unbelievable service. The quality is good. It streams really quickly on a high-speed line. But um, I've tried it on a mobile, on a really th- flaky 3G connection. It actually works extremely well as well. So Google Earth and Google Maps are always updating, and it's always worth having a little look and see what's going on. Now, Nokia are also back in the country. I'm sure you remember me. Um, speaking about it, but Nokia phones, not Nokia the networks, but the real Nokia phones, which have been bought out by, a, a, funny enough, a Chinese company, although they're still based in Espoo in Finland, and they're still a Finnish company, like a little Finnish startup. Well, they've announced a couple of interesting things, apart from their phones that are available in South Africa right now. There are some new higher-end phones coming pretty soon, and they've just announced that they have teamed up with Zeiss. Now, Zeiss, 
you know, we talked about Huawei and their little link up with Hasselblad and other people. But they've now teamed up with Zeiss to to come up with a whole new range of high-end, high-quality cameras. And there's no question that the portable, the camera that you have in your pocket is definitely the camera that um, is the most used. And the quality of phone cameras today is beyond anything anyone would have thought of even two, three years ago. For most people, it, in fact, I would say for 99% of people except for professionals or real enthusiasts and sports enthusiasts, and people who, you know, do specific types of things like, you know, um, taking pictures of wildlife where you really need long lenses and things like that, the cameras on a smartphone absolutely do the job beyond anything that we would ever want or need or worry about. It's quite impressive how incredible um, these, these you know, phone cameras have become. And working with the traditional guys like Zeiss um, and these guys in order to get the best uh, camera quality and the camera experience. But it's really, uh, it's quite a good, I think it's a great uh, association. So expect to see some new brilliant Zeiss uh, technologies in uh, various cameras. They've done it before, funny enough. A couple of years ago, they developed their lossless image technology, which they called PureView. Um, And Nokia have always been known for exceptionally good uh, cameras and exceptionally good uh, photography on their various uh, smart devices. So we expect to see a couple more that should be really, really interesting. Probably won't hit the country before the end of the year, but um, I think it'll be a great idea to see some really amazing cameras coming out and certainly will help push everybody else to get some better and more exciting cameras. Now, we are going to be talking in a few minutes, interestingly enough, with a great new device which needs great cameras to to really shine and we are talking about pocket printing and it's coming from a little company called HP <laughs> they're not exactly small but they certainly are a uh, major force in the technology space and um, they have just released in South Africa a brilliant new uh, device called the Sprocket and we'll have all the information about that straight after this Kyofam Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose. Well, hi there and uh, welcome back. And we are going to be talking in a few seconds, as soon as we get him online, to the category manager of HP South Africa, Yesh Surajuddin. And we're going to be discussing something that launched this week in South Africa. It's called the Sprocket. Now, Essentially, it is (laughs) quite a difficult thing to describe, but simply put, it is a pocket printer that you can print instant pictures from from any smartphone anywhere, and it's incredibly good fun, and there are really cute little pictures that do all sorts of interesting things. But I'm not going to steal um, Yesh's thunder on this because there's so much to talk about printing. Now, printing for many of us, sort of become something that we don't even think about. We print for business, we print for presentations, but not a lot of people print for pleasure. And you land up with thousands, hundreds of brilliant photos and Instagrams, you name it, on your your own personal device. And sometimes, just occasionally, I would love to print something and give it to someone to create a permanent memory. So I think we've got Yesh on the line. Um, Let's say, hi, Yesh, how are you doing? 
Hello, how are you doing, Stephen? Good, Good thank you. Good morning. Um, well, welcome to te- uh, you know uh, Tech Talk here on on High, and um, let's talk a little bit about this new sprocket. I mean, you know, sort of teasing people a little bit about what's happening in the the printing world. And you guys released this new little device called the sprocket. Tell us a little bit about it. That's absolutely. So, thank you very much for the opportunity. And I mean, it's perhaps the most exciting, innovative printer we've had introduced in our lineup for, for quite some time now and we're super excited about it just recently launched in south africa it's uh it's called a sprocket right and um i mean a sprocket perhaps the easiest way to remember it is that it really is a small printer that fits in your pocket and, I mean, <laughs> so you're not it, pleased really to see me it's just a sprocket it's just a sprocket <laughs> and it's it is it, it's really i i suppose for the listeners out there just to imagine what it really is like and it really, it doesn't do justice explaining this. You've got to see it to, to believe it. It really is, um, if you consider your cell phone, but the size of the cell phone that you carry with you today, a sprocket's no larger dimension. Yeah, well, I've got one phone. here in the studio with me. And, I mean, it's it's a little wider, but a lot shorter than... Um a lot shorter than than my cell phone, but it's not a lot bigger. I mean, it's easy. It's very, very portable and easy to carry around. And it's just like Absolutely. a little. It, it comes in two colours, but the one I got's black. It's just a little black box in in essence. Hello. Hey, I thought I lost you. There. Yeah, no, no, no. no. The, the, the wonders of technology here. Absolutely. <laughs> So, so yeah, and you're right. I mean, it's it's pretty small and convenient enough. It fits into your uh, pocket. There's two colors. I mean, it's, there's the black and there's a white one. So depending on your preference and what you'd like, you could have them. Um, it's a little bit thicker, obviously, than a cell phone, but it's certainly quite light considering what it can do and, and, and the power that's, that's, that's in the actual device itself. Well, so it's completely portable and... Um, well, take us through how you'd use such a thing because, you know, it sounds cool. I mean, it really is cool. I played with it at your event. We had some good fun taking pictures and printing pictures. But give us a little bit of sort of context. How would people use it? What? How do they get to use it? And, and what would they use it for? Okay. Well, firstly, it's portable, so it's got its own battery power, right? So you okay. certainly would want to be, and you'd be happy to hold it. Um, in your heavy in your pocket, you wouldn't necessarily have to charge it regularly because it's got a pretty decent battery life, and you'll catch around with you, and it works via Bluetooth to your mobile device or your tablet. So you this hook up your you hook up your tablet or your um, your phone to it via Bluetooth. Via Bluetooth, correct. There's a little app. You download the app. It's called the HP Sprocket app, and it allows you to take any of your pictures that you have stored on your phone. And generally, a lot of us have a lot of photos, right? No really question, do, thousands. We've got a lot of them, <laughs> and we've got thousands of them. So you can choose any one of those that you, you would like, or, or you can actually do it straight from Instagram or, for that matter, in Facebook if, if you have that, or even a website that you're searching. You click on the picture or the particular information you want, and you print it via the, the sprocket. Um, and it literally within less than a minute, a couple of seconds later, the machine starts cooling out, and you get this awesome little picture that comes out in high-quality, glossy paper, and it really is something that's already smudge-proof, water-resistant, and tear-resistant, literally in seconds, giving you this ability to be always on, always connected. You know, and everybody's looking for that immediate instant gratification. This pocket does exactly that. Now, is it very simple to connect up and to make it work? I mean, it's really not a, 
not a challenge. I mean, I'm playing with the app right now, and I just took a quick mm-hmm. selfie of me sitting in the studio. And you simply uh-huh. take the picture, and then it's got a little print icon, and you just print it to the sprocket, and out pops this little picture. Correct. Is it that simple? Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing else that it you need to do. It is absolutely that simple. There is nothing difficult about it. The app, once it's open, it's fairly intuitive. It's as you would do with any photo application on your on, on, on your camera, um, on, let's say on, on your cell phone device today. Um, so you would um, frame it. You could add a couple of texts on it. You could customize it. You could add a couple of photos, as we normally do. And then it's just one click away, right? It literally is to click to say print. There you go, and the machine does everything for you. It's super quiet, and it's light, and it's, it's just fantastic to have it as an accessory to any tablet or <laughs> and then the little the little pictures. I mean, you can. I mean, you give them to people. Apparently, well, not apparently. They've got like sticky backs. You can create all sorts of. You can stick them on on paper. You can do yeah. what you like. But this is what's interesting. A lot of people ask me, what, how does that work? Because there's no ink. You don't have little cartridges. Um, wh- what is wh- what is special about the paper, and how does it work? Okay. And that's a really good question, right? So I personally, for myself, I kind of look at it as being magic paper. Magic paper. Any other In your pocket, of course. It's white. <laughs> right, absolutely. And it sits there and there obviously is no toner or anything else in terms of inking in the actual device because everything's built into the technology of the paper. We call it zinc, which is zero ink paper. So it right. looks exactly as white photo paper would. It's easy to load, so you don't need any special tools. You just slide the cover off the device drop your, your, your pack of paper into the device and you slide the cover on top of it. And because it's actually already have imaging layers built in into the actual paper technology, this means that the ink is already in the paper and based on the technology that we're using on the printer, the colors come through as the print comes out. So simply, very easy, not messy, there's no fuss about it, it's just super smart, clever paper. We call it zinc photo paper. So you just, yeah, they come in little packs of 10, you pop it into the top of the printer, and then you switch it on, connect via Bluetooth, and it just prints it, just pops out this little cute picture of whatever it is that you want to do. Um, Absolutely. And, and who are you aiming this at? I mean, we, we'll get to where it's available for, but obviously HP have looked at mm-hmm. this and said, who would want this? Who would use it? I mean, there are lots of different applications. What are some of the, the, the ideas and things that you guys have come up with? I hope everybody would want to use it, to be quite <laughs> honest. I think there's an application for every single point in your life. And and I think when HP looks at it, we would think today everybody's pretty much become mobile or very much mobile savvy. You've got your phone with you pretty much all of the time. And there are going to be certain moments in your life, whether that be when you're having fun, when you're working, or when you want to show something or have evidence of something printed out, that you should have access to something mobile. So it could apply to anyone in any environment. Generally, we see the bigger purpose around the entertainment industry. So you could just imagine you and your friends out at a particular pub or you've gone out to a disco or that matter, a club, depending what you call it these days. Um, <laughs> you're giving, a, a, a you're giving away when you grew up. <laughs> I am, I am. Okay, so it's aimed at the millennials and let's leave it at that. Uh, you see, um, there we are. <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to get at. So it's obviously ag- aimed at young people, anybody in fact, mm-hmm. who wants to have a little bit of fun and have a lasting memory of what they get up to. But I mean, HP have got a long history in printing you guys, I mean, I, I, curse a, I curse my printer often, but I mean, I think that's just par for the course. But generally, you guys have been in the printing industry for ages, and you do a lot of innovative stuff. And this is just, I think, just fun more than anything. It was probably, and that hence the name, I mean, 
where did that yeah. come from? Have you got any back history into that? Yeah, so, so I think for a lot of the times, HU's been number one at printing. And you've seen printing being very much in the office or maybe at home to an extent. What's happening out of that is that we want to take printing out to where you live, where you want to be. It has to be innovative. It has to be cool. And I think ultimately the question is, why not? And we can. And this is really the opportunity <laughs> to say, let's see what's out there and what we could do. And while we're constantly innovating for products in the office and we're constantly innovating products for the home, I think there's a personal aspect of it that needs to be attached to it as well. And people are looking for their own personal way of attaching themselves to technology. So I think there's an opportunity in there. It doesn't always have to be uh, fun and cool, but I think the experience can be fun and cool with whatever product you're doing. And this is why if you marry those two together and you get an awesome product that actually applies, whether it's work-related or business-related or, for that matter, entertainment-related or just for a laugh and a giggle. And this is where it needs to be, I think. Our products and our strategy driving it is to become more relevant to life as opposed to just for a purpose of doing a function. Because taking a step back, you know, HP, um, a lot of people, you know, know HP. A lot of people have spoken to you know, spoken about HP over the years, but there've been a lot of changes. I mean, some of our listeners may listen, may know this, many may not. But there've been a lot of changes in HP in the last couple of years. Um, in many ways, the the hardware and the software businesses have separated, and obviously, the printer, the sprocket, is part of the hardware game. And you guys are doing a lot of work around PCs, printers, and other product. You know, in the in the hardware space. So give us a little bit of insight into that. Tell us what we can expect in the future because I would imagine that the Sprocket is just one of the fun new products that you guys are working on or going or gonna, to you know, release over the next little while. I'm not asking you to tell me what you're releasing, but just give us some sense of, of the types of ideas and things yeah. you know, in the laptop space. and the, you know, What else are you guys doing that will be cool and interesting? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that cool and interesting is really, really interesting that's a headline news for a lot of things we're doing today. Um, It really is tagged around our new um, motto in HP, which is reInvent. And we're driving that as a a firm strategy between what we're doing. So we're willing to push the boundaries in developing new and embracing new technologies. So while the Sprocket talks to our mobility side of things, there's certainly a lot of stuff we're doing in development when it comes to security. As you can imagine, everything that's going online today is allowing us to be exposed to some sort of security risk or threat. So whilst we're developing these cool back-end security features in our products, there's the fun stuff as well that you need to see. So I don't think you can mix cool and security in one, one sentence. Let's be, let's be clear. Security <laughs> is a serious sure. business. Not cool, but serious. It is, absolutely. And we remain <laughs> serious about our business at the same point, want to bring some fun into it. So we haven't foregone the responsibility of what we need to offer to our customers. But certainly being cool about it comes in the form of our new gaming lineup. We've created an awesome new gaming lineup. Absolutely, the Omen lineup. Range. The Omen lineup, correct. And it is revolutionary different to what we've been doing before. It's great because the market asks for it. We believe we've got a very good story to tell, so we're willing to have that. We've released that, that product set just recently. Second to that, we've introduced products like the Sprout on the computing side. And whilst immersive computing seems to be somewhat of a, uh, a discussion point, we know it's real. And the Sprout's that 3D type... Uh, it's a 3D desktop computer, Desktop right? computer, the yeah. Interface ...and not being limited by a keyboard and mouse and using gestures and being able to scan in 3D options and marrying a computing side of environment with imaging of 3D on a PC. 
that can attract any age group depending where you are in, in, in your life makes the Sprout not just a fun tool but a serious business tool when we release the Sprout Pro. So, so I would think that at the end of the day what we are trying to show the guys is that we can be relevant, we can take stuff out of science fiction movies, we can bring them into reality and they can actually be purposeful and useful to, to, to customers and, and our users out there. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, also, yeah. well that's and, really I mean, brilliant. If I may add, we're also pushing the envelope right when it comes to size because we believe PCs have generally been quite chunky for that matter, quite large. And we're talking, we're talking um, about the traditional home PC now, not that big black box good. with lights and fans and noise oh, and whatnot. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're really pushing the envelope to try and get things smaller, um, more sleeker. Cool looking to be quite fair, so that it actually is something that you want to be advertising and walking around with and you're proud to be using that device. And um, the mobile on the mobile side, I, I know you guys have been, you know, internationally, there is you still somewhat active in the mobile space, but is there any mobile stuff coming to South Africa from HP in the nearish future? Yes, we do. We've recently just launched our HP X3, which is a three in one device. It is a little bit larger than your average cell phone. If you do recall the word tablet being used once, it was certainly something that said I could have somewhere in between a cell phone and a tablet. Now, our device is what we call the X3, which is a three-in-one. It provides the capability and functionality of a mobile device as in a cell phone, the functionality and capability of a tablet, and as well as as a PC. So here you have a cross-platform-based device that can fit in any one of those three categories depending how your day performs, you actually have a one device that satisfies three particular needs as opposed to having three devices in one. And, and these are kind of groundbreaking, really cool products. And then X3, uh, yeah, I actually remember playing with it briefly at one of the various trade shows I've been to. But that you can actually plug into a monitor and plug a mouse and keyboard in and it functions like a complete Windows 10 PC. Absolutely. Perfectly, exactly in that sense. It can perform as a desktop. You've got a laptop, you can slot it into a laptop environment or work wirelessly with the device because the processing power, etc., doesn't need to be replicated three times. You can literally cross-platform the environment depending on where you are in the day. So you could, yes, work as a notebook-type environment. You can work in a desktop-type environment. And it literally is a, a device that... Well, I look forward to playing with the X3 in the nearest future. I think that would be a really interesting thing because a lot of people... Yeah, I'd love to. A lot of people are probably looking for something that simplifies their life rather than having a bag full of gadgets. I mean, the ubiquitous smartphone is one thing. But, I mean, to take a tablet and a laptop and a phone and everything running around can sometimes and then be a little cumbersome. Was right. <laughs> and then, and the sorry? And, and then the charges and the multiple cables. Well, exactly. I mean, you, you, when you go through uh, the airline check-ins, they think that you're carrying around a portable uh, you know, uh, launch station for satellites. It's crazy with all the wires and bits and pieces you carry. Well, that sounds really, really, really amazing. Now, to get back to the last thing, just to get back to the sprocket, where can you get this? Is it available in South Africa right now? Absolutely. So we've just been able to launch it officially in South Africa and stock has landed. So we have got our first level of stock in country. Um, for any of your listeners out there, I mean, hpshop.co.za. If you get onto online, you can certainly order it um, online. Uh, we'll also have them in their stores by the weekend. So if you want to the store, you can also potentially pick it up there. But we've also got um, uh, uh, um, stores in Benland centers for HP Shop in Benland, Bresta, and Eastgate. So if you've got some time on the weekend or you want to take a drive-by, 
stop in to have a look, get a feel and touch with the, the, the gentleman and the, the sales staff there will certainly be able to help you demo it and get a feel. I think that's that's actually a key thing. I mean, once you play with it and you see what it can do, and I mean, the quality of the pictures, I just quickly took a selfie in the studio and printed one out right here. The quality is really excellent. I mean, it's it's a decent quality print, and it's just instant. It happens within a few seconds. So I think once you try it, you'll probably think of a million different things to do with it. So you say it's available at, at all the HP shops in, in Cresta, Eastgate, Menlin right now. And uh, will be available online pretty much from now as well. It, it is. It is live online today. So hpshop.co.za, you can absolutely go on to the website. And the projected cost of it? Let's let's get to the, the nitty gritty. Cost of the actual sprocket device? Yep. Is one triple nine. Okay. Um, for the device itself, and it comes with ten sheets of paper, and then you can buy sheets of paper in packs of twenty or fifty, depending on what your consumption. Rate depending is. how busy you are printing. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure that once you get started, you're going to get hooked onto it. Because it really is, as you said, once you've done the first one, you're going to find a lot more applications. (laughs) Well, that's brilliant. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, I'm going to take the sprocket and and show lots of people how they can have lots of pictures which they can keep and and do all sorts of things with. Um, And it really is a a great fun toy. I'm, I'm pretty pretty impressed now i just got to figure out which pictures i want to print this is what's going to be the hard thing well thanks so Absolutely. much for joining us online and i'm sure we'll talk no, some more because between sprockets and pockets and all sorts of interesting uh, names i'm sure we're going to see lots of interesting stuff coming from hp over the next little while and you certainly will so thank you very much for the opportunity and thank great you great stuff chat soon well thank you and we'll be back with some more gizmos and gadgets straight after this <laughs> Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose, 11 to 12 p.m., only on 101.9 IFM. Welcome back. And this is, again, as you probably know by now, my favorite part of the show, apart from all the interesting people that I get a chance to talk to and all the cool things I get to play with. Um, the gadget section is amazing, and there's always something new and exciting in that space, I must say. And yesterday, uh, I was lucky enough to attend the launch of the brand new Sony Xperia XZ Premium. What a mouthful, but a great new phone that's just been launched in South Africa and had a long chat uh, with the the various people involved in the whole uh, Sony um, launch or relaunch in South Africa over the last couple of years. And Christian Haghofer, who is the um, manager or the MD of Sony South Africa Mobile, um, was just explaining that it's been quite a long, hard work to get the product back on the market. Now, Sony's got a great brand awareness in South Africa. Most people know Sony. For many of us, it was the first TV we ever saw. It's just always been a well-regarded premium product. But over the last couple of years, have had some really good smartphones. And um, in general, I think they've been overlooked for a large portion in the certainly in the premium end with the other players such as Samsung such as Apple absolutely dominating the conversation for most people well they've come back with what i believe is an incredibly competitive and certainly very very interesting looking device it's called the Sony Xperia XZ premium as i said it's huge it it launches as of today it's available in south africa and they've pitched it i think considering the 
the techability of this device and considering uh, the way the RAND is right now at a very, very competitive 15999. Now, understand that this is a, a top-end, highly competitive device that really competes with all the other, the, the Galaxy S8, the iPhone 7. It's certainly in their league, and it is a large device. It has a, a fairly large screen. It's five and a half inches, so it's pretty much the same as the the iPhone five, uh, the iPhone seven plus. I don't know where iPhone five came from, but it's the same size as the iPhone seven plus screen. So it's a really large screen. But what stands out? There are two things for me that stand out, and I mean it all depends on what you want from your device. It's large. It's as big as an an iPhone seven plus, and it has. An unbelievable 19 megapixel camera. Now, many guys out there, or many of the opera, many of the cell phone manufacturers, use Sony cameras in their in their phones. And Sony have always have long been known for their quality of their cameras. And this particular camera, it, it might only be a 19 megapixel. They've launched bigger ones over the last little while, but it certainly is one of the sharpest, fastest, and most advanced cameras that I've ever played with on a smartphone. And it, it's really um, a standout. It has one mode which is completely amazing, and that's a slow motion mode. But it's a 650 frame per second slow motion mode. The maximum it can take is six seconds of that. But they showed some amazing effects. It's totally professional totally uh, believable it's un, you know you can do slow motion on other phones but this is the best quality i've ever seen it absolutely gives you the best slow motion i've ever seen so kids jumping dogs running around you name it sport it's just unbelievable and um coupled with that overall is incredibly fast autofocus i must say i've not yet played with a phone that focuses that quickly and it also tracking focusing so what happens is you take a picture um, and if for example um, that object was moving while you were taking it it absolutely latches on and takes the picture that's the first thing the second thing is you can unwind a little a second or two so if you're the person you're taking a picture of closes their eyes you can go back a, a split second and see when their eyes are open and use that as your picture so some really clever um, features on the camera the front selfie camera is also exceptionally good quality was super impressed with that but overall uh, what stands out the second most incredible thing is the screen the screen is a full 4k hdr screen which is the first um, of its kind right now and you have to see it to believe it obviously and most unfortunately a lot of the new innovations in in panels which they put into their tvs like triluminous and all these fantastic tech names um, is available or used to enhance the screen which we can't see in south africa because their tvs are no longer available here something i discussed with them as well and the story was they needed to reorganize the company they needed to get back into a profitable situation which interestingly they have they've just a couple of months a couple of weeks ago i think it is they launched or announced their results and um, they've really you know turned the company around tremendously they've made some good profits this year and obviously the next step is then once they're profitable is to relaunch in south africa and certain other parts of africa their consumer products like tvs and headphones and all the other stuff which is not available right now in South Africa, but the mobile devices are. And the screen um, on on the new XZ Premium is absolutely unbelievable. 
They use, as I say, the triluminous te- technology, the X-reality engine to really get pictures. So watching, seeing pictures, watching videos, taking videos is absolutely outstanding. I must tell you that probably one of the nicest screens I've seen on a phone. And you know, it all depends on what you're looking for. But it is, without question, one of the best screens on the market. The other thing, and unlike some of the competitors which have shrunk the phone tremendously around the screen, there's still quite a large top and bottom bezel, um, but they, it comes in a chrome finish which is not chintzy at all. It's incredibly shiny. Uh, it's a complete finger magnet, a fingerprint magnet, um, so you're going to have to keep wiping it down. But it's Gorilla Glass 5 front and back, so that's incredibly um resistant to scratches and the and the little bumps and what i was told in south africa they're packaging a screen protector and a a a cover which looks quite elegant in the um in the box so that's actually great value for round about 15999 and it's available from all the operators across the country in packages from 599 rand up so depending on what you want to do, and that's a discussion for a whole nother time, just what you pay for the device in your basic package may not be the whole story. But I was very impressed with the new Sony Xperia XZ. I hope to get one on more extended time to to come up with a full review. But I'm pleased to see that Sony are now taking the fight directly to the top end. They've got a great device that uses the latest A35 if you really want to know, Snapdragon, so it's incredibly quick. Runs Android, slick, smooth, and um, outstanding camera, one of the best that I've used, and an outstanding screen, one of the best that I've seen. So if you like Sony and you want to stick with that brand, um, this is a totally competitive high-end device that I think holds its own against anything else on the market right now. So have a look next time you're in the market for a top-end large screen mobile device and on that note we'll be back straight after this Hi FM Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose Stephen Ambrose Hi there and welcome back and I unfortunately couldn't go yesterday but too many things happening as usual on one day but something that a lot of us all used to use um, has not gone away and has sort of faded from con- you know the public uh, mind of late is something called BBM. Now, if this was a, a quiz show, I'd ask you all to send me a message and say, who used to use BBM? But the truth is 99.9% of us at some point in the last couple of years used BBM Messenger. Well, the good news is it has not gone away. It might be a little bit of a empty field because everyone switched to WhatsApp and other ways of communicating, but BBM have stayed relevant. BlackBerry are still promoting BBM, and it's still available on, obviously, all Blackberries, if you have one, um, and on Android and iOS. And they're doing a lot of stuff, and what was really interesting is they said that there are more than 2 million people in South Africa still using BBM every single day and using it actively every single day. And what they've announced is a um, music discovery and artist promotion service called Stage 360 Music. Now, I have BBM, interestingly enough, on my iPhone, and I do use it every now and then. And one of the highlights of BBM, and this is what actually, for me, makes it really, really useful, is one, you cannot, with WhatsApp, how many of us have got random WhatsApps from people that we've never heard of? Simply having someone's phone number allows them to WhatsApp you. Now, 
not great for spam, not great for stalkers, not great for security. If anyone who has your number can send you messages and pictures and you name it, and as I told you last week, watch out for this. Uh, you're going to be able to send files and all sorts of things um, over WhatsApp right now. In fact, a lot of them, it's rolling out across the world, and it should already, if you've updated, be available on your phone. But back to BBM, what, they, what they're trying to do is BBM has become much more than simply a messaging platform. There's all sorts of channels and stickers and you name it. You can engage with so many different things. And uh, this is just an added content discovery platform. I registered. I've used it. There's some really interesting. If you're into local content, local music, there's a ton of local music, local videos, artists you've never heard of. And um, it, it, it really is an interesting app. There's all sorts of music that runs on it, um, and it, I've just found that it's, it's very interesting. And there are two types of things. It can be used for two different things. One, if you're an artist, you can use the BBM channel to communicate with fans, expose your music, expose um, your performances, whatever it is. And if you're a fan, you can actually see what events, you can look at concerts, you can um, engage with up-and-coming artists. You can vote for your favorites. And there are going to be some exclusive live on-stage events that will only be available through BBM competitions and prizes and you name it. I've played, as I said, I've played with it. I still find BBM a great messaging platform. But more and more and more, I'm using um, BBM for this type of thing. You know, finding out new New artists, new music, new offers, new products. I do get a couple of invites from various brands which are active on BBM. And it's a surprising world that a lot of us have actually completely forgotten about. So have a little look. Go back to BBM and sign up for, um, if you're interested in local music and local content, um, sign up for Stage 360 Music. I think it's just really interesting. And it's a, it's a real pity that uh, in many ways BBM has faded as much as it has. It's still a great platform and it's much broader than most of us remember it. So just download it on your phone and uh, start with BBM. Now, before we wrap up, I'm getting Craig. He's pretty good at this, telling people to wrap up. We've got one minute left. Something that I came across a couple of months ago, been meaning to mention it on the show, um, and it's something called razor blades to your door. Huh, and the Internet has just quietly died. But um, basically, in America, there's a big um, big drive to delivering products that you need on a daily basis regularly. So if you go uh, basically shaving on the cheap, you get – I wonder what's – ah, there we go. The internet's back. Good. I don't know what happens. These things, these technical difficulties happen every now and then. But basically there's a, there's a website called The Shave Union. So you just go to the shaveunion.co.za and um, what you can do for very moderate price, about 40 50% less than the, the blades and razors out there, I've tried it, and I must tell you, the quality is pretty good, and the price is about half of what I was spending on other leading uh, competitors in the shaving space. Um, and they send you, and you don't have to think about it. They send you every – you set the schedule. They send you free blades. Well, not free blades. They send you the blades complete with a free handle um, once every couple of weeks, and it works really well. So go and have a little look-see if you want to save some money on something as mundane as shaving. Um, it really is slick. I've tried it. Uh, you just say, they just sends it to you. It's the shaveunion.co.za and order yourself some 
obviously, the, you know, um, order yourself some nice high-quality blades at really, really good prices because things are looking a little crazy out there from that point of view. So on that note, I'm now being told it's absolutely time to wrap up. Tune in again next week to Tech Talk, and we'll have all the latest gadgets and gizmos and news from the tech world. This is Stephen Ambrose right here on High FM.